Yeah, buddy. We back on time, motherfuckers, this week, man. New episode, new week. It's another one. Black Broadway Podcast. Get with it. Get ready. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's set it. Black Broadway. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Another week, man. We going straight up, man. Yo, it's, it's still spring break, man. We still out here moving, man. Like, we out here shaking and moving. We on tour. It's March Madness. Yo, man. Doing my thing, man. What more can I say? Hey. Let's get back to it, man. Yo, look. This going to be a fun one right here, man. Finally, finally, finally. Got a little bro in the building with me, man. Death of a genius. Wilson, my brother. We're gonna get it popping. Hey, Black Broadway. <laughs> yes, sir. We are back, man. Like I said, another week, another episode. Black Broadway podcast, man. Yo. It was crazy, man. We've been on been on tour, man. It's spring break. It's March Madness. Listen, it's my birthday month. I'm usually out here totally out of control partying from the 1st to the 30th. But, you know, this month or this year, you know, we got focus. We got a goal. We got things we going to try to achieve here. And, like, yo, Dre put me on it, man. It's like, yo, Black Broadway every week. I'm like, damn, yo, that's hella responsibility. That shit is hard, but we going to get it. Pop it every week. Because this shit happening every week. And, you know, it's things that we all need to discuss, like, as a community and so on and so forth. Like, I'm glad that our Facebook page is growing. Our people are there, like, responding and liking. Yo, big shout out to Lorraine finally getting that Busboys meal off. Yes, indeed, man. Like I said, we got all the prizes, all the gift packages. They still sitting there, sitting unclaimed, yo. You know what I'm saying? We're going to figure it out, I guess. But... Hey, man, we got giveaways. We out here rocking, man. We just want to do something for the people that's supporting us and that's supporting this whole entire enterprise because it's, it's fun, man. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate it, for real, man. And it's nothing to, like, kind of try to, like, reciprocate and just give that love back, you know, whatever way I can, you know. I'm getting better at, like, answering, like, text messages and Facebook messages and all this, that, and the third. So I appreciate y'all reaching out, man. I'm working on it, yo. You know, I, I work with my hands, man. So I'm not like the guy that's just going to be sitting up here twittering and texting or whatever it is all day long. But like I said, man, everybody that's rocking with us, we totally appreciate it. Again, like I always say, man, thank you to anybody and everybody that sat down and listened to an episode of Black Broadway or stood up or drove around or whatever you did, man. Because this, hey. It's what we do, and we're going to keep it pushing for D.C., for the culture, man. It's a lot of stuff going on out here in the city. It's springtime, so, you know, we're going to talk about it all. we really about to be in the mix right now, like, from March, from the end of March until, like, you know, Memorial Day. Like, you know, that's when the city start to come alive. That's when all the events start to pop off. That's when everything, you know, start to come together. So, as things come together, we're going to keep y'all posted. Uh, DJ Yachty had an event last night. I seen that on the snap. She was popping. Yo, shout out to you. Yo, shout out to all my homeboys out there. Shout out my man Marte and the Cup Set crew. They got something really big coming up. Uh, the coolest fucking party ever. They always got something cool popping, man. So, man, shout out to him. Yo, shout out to Creative DC, too, for putting uh, that picture up on their Instagram. If you ain't seen it, go to A Creative DC 
at Instagram. And it's a picture with me and my man, Marte. Great picture. One of my favorite pics, man. I like that pic. So shout out to Morgan, Ayana, and the whole crew over there at Creative DC. And shout out to my man, Marte. Cups at DC. Let's get it. Yo, springtime, man. We going up, man. Yo. So let's talk about this Miami episode, man. It was crazy. I had to get it off. It was like that real short, that quick hit. Just like, bam, all right. We got this Miami episode. We get this in the bag regardless because I can't drop a week. Sorry for the wait. We're not going to do that this week. We dropping this thing on Thursday. We might drop this shit Thursday morning for the culture just to let people know that we back and we on top. And as soon as like March is over, I feel like, you know, we're going to get right back into our real rotation with these guests. There's a lot of people that I really want to have some conversations with on the record. And it's a couple of people, you know, that have approached me and that they want to get down and they want to speak on the record about what it is that they do and their contribution to D.C., you know what I'm saying? I mean, I call this joint Black Broadway, even though it's not specifically focused on black people, but now I feel like we need to focus on black people more than ever, yo, because literally I have watched U Street become whitewashed, yo. I have literally watched this shit happen. Like, I mean... When I started out working at Edge's Barbershop on U Street in like 2006, 2000, 2007 probably. It was 2007. Started out working there, man. Whole different thing. Whole different vibe. Whole different feel. We was all family. Straight up and down. Like the people that I know from that period in my life, the people that worked at the bars and at all the businesses around there, yo, we still friends. We still people. We had a real tight bond, a tight community. And now like one by one by one, I've just watched all of those businesses close, get replaced, get bought out. You know what I'm saying? All this new construction. They're building this big-ass hotel, Rite Aid, movie, whatever the fuck they're building on the corner of 13th and U. And it's just crazy, man. It's like, it's not going to be really no place for us no more, man. Like, that brings me to, like, one of the first things I really want to discuss. Like, yo, Bohemian Caverns, Landmark legendary landmark of historically black Washington, D.C., of Black Broadway, U Street, a place that's been there for over 90 years is going to have its last weekend. This la this third weekend of March is going to be the last week of Bohemian Caverns as we know it. Um, It's been bought. There's a real good article about it in the Washington Post. You go on WashingtonPost.com and it gives you all the details and it basically tells you like how you know, even though they didn't own the building, they could have stayed, but there was just like some, a real bad relationship with like the business owners and the, and the tenants, so, pardon me, and the property owner. And it's just like, just a lot of politics. And it's sad because, you know, that was one of our last, you know, gathering places, especially of that size. Like to have a venue that size, it's just like, come on, man. Like, there's nothing else like that anymore. You know what I mean? There's nothing else that's going to have that same kind of, like, casual feel where you could just go in and kick in, you know what I'm saying? Friendly bartenders and staff, you know what I'm saying? You can eat if you want to. It's just, it's becoming a, a vanishing place, man. You know what I'm saying? So, R.I.P. Bohemian Caverns, man. If you're hearing this, if you're listening to this when we drop on Thursday, Get your mind right and get yourself out there at Live Bohemian Caverns, whatever you want to call it, Tapping Parlor on the corner of 11th and U Street. And 
just say bye to all of those businesses. On Friday, they're having their last uh, club night, so to speak. It's going to be um, a live performance by one of the bands that really helped solidify that place as a great venue, you know, in, over the last five years. Black Alley, man. Black Alley is coming back home to live where a lot of us saw them for our very first time. They're coming back to do one final farewell show at, um, at Live. Tapping Parlor is cracking on Friday. It's cracking every night this week. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's coming out and just, you know, having a little send-off. On Sunday, they're going to have the last brunch at Tapping Parlor. And I'm sure it's going to be a big thing. I'm sure everybody's going to come out. We got a lot of memories from that spot, man. So come on out, pay your respects. And, like, let's all work together collectively to make sure, like, you know, that we can have our landmarks and our and our, our artifacts, like our places. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's a sense of history there. Not just, like, historical history, but, like, personal history. Like, a lot of shit that I'm... Been on a lot of cool ass dates at Tavern Parlor, a lot of whack dates too. I've been on, you know, I've done a lot of drinking and partying, and you know what I'm saying? I had real moments at all of these places, and now they just being, you know, swept to the side for some type of new concept shit that's not gonna work, and it certainly ain't gonna be around, you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now because it's not based on nothing. It's not an actual thing, it's just something better. Somebody thought it was cool. Maybe we'll open up a fusion, blah, blah, blah. This is bullshit. You know what I'm saying? They taking away places with real heart and soul and replacing them with some shit that you just had an idea about one night online. And I think it's great that people are able to, you know, exercise those passions and live out those dreams. Hey, you want to open an organic butter store? That's awesome. Do that shit. But don't take away the spot that's been you know, holding the neighborhood down and holding the community down for 40 plus years, man. Shit is ridiculous, man. So I guess that's my rant about that, man. Come on out, show love to Bohemian Cabbers one last time, 11th and U Street, Northwest Washington, D.C. This weekend is going up, man, for real. So I just want everybody to get out there and show some love on that, man. What else we got going on? We got a lot of stuff going on in the city, like, recently, you know what I'm saying? Rihanna was at uh, the Verizon Center last night. That cracked off heavy, the anti-world tour. Dre Black was out there in the building, man. Shout out to Dre Black. Seen all the snaps. I seen everything, man. I was out running around making moves, man. Like, Tuesday night was a was a night, man. I had to get some stuff done. But I, I actually ended up sliding down to the after party at Capital, man. Shout out to my Drove Boys crew, man. Phil Future, all of them guys, man. Just a boss, my man. Met everybody, man. Was getting it popping out there. It's birthday time, man. My man, Just every season, we in here, yo. So everybody, man, came out to Capital, man. My brothers had it up, man. And hey, here we are, man. Getting it cracking in the city. This is like the time of the year where it start to ramp up. Things start to go up a little bit, man. And Rihanna at Verizon Center. This is really like the tip of the iceberg, for real, because, hey, we got Brocky City coming up soon. We got um, a couple of big shows at U Street Music Hall. I don't know how to pronounce this DJ's name, but they kill. Uh, Catronida, I'm close. I know I'm close, but Catronida or something like that, that's going to be killing at uh, U Street Music Hall real soon. Uh, Pusha T at the 930 Club, that's going down tonight. Wednesday, March, what is it, 22nd? Yeah, it's the 23rd, actually. Wednesday, March 23rd, Pusha T 
at 930 Club, man. I'll give y'all a review of that on uh, the next episode of Black Broadway Podcast, which, by the way, will be on the road. We're going to let you know about that real soon. What's going on? We got to get out of here, man. We got to do some traveling in this early part of the, uh, the spring, man. But, um, yeah, man, it's, it's cracking at night. It's cracking this weekend, period, in D.C. You know, next weekend is going to be Easter weekend. I'm going to be traveling, but it's going to be a lot of stuff going on. I'm going to make sure everybody get hip. Pardon me. Actually, this weekend is Easter weekend. Next weekend, first week of April. A lot of stuff going on. I'm going to get everybody hip because the event calendar, I see, has started to become a thing. And I see that people have started to kind of rely on this this program for their little itinerary, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to keep y'all posted. We're going to let y'all know what's going on because Somehow, some way, I find myself in all of this shit, so it gets uh, it gets down. So you know, I might as well share the information. Yo, it's a couple of things coming up out of town too that everybody should get aware of and get hip to. Um, you know, it's going. It's almost uh, festival season. You know what I'm saying? So the festival lineups are starting to come out and stuff like that. Lollapalooza lineup just came out today. It's crazy. That's going to be in July. Um, man, they got everybody, man. That's a deep, deep, deep lineup. And, you know, Lollapalooza hadn't been a huge player in the festival scene for a while. So, you know, it's kind of good to see them come back and be back on the scene doing it heavy. Like, um, it's thrown by the dude Perry Farrell from Jay's Addiction, one of my favorite guys because he has my birthday, same day, March 29th. Shout out to Perry Farrell. Shout out to Jay's Addiction. Good band. You know what I'm saying? They rock. So, they put this together. They got Future. They got Radiohead. They got Mac Miller, Vince Staples, Red Hot Chili Peppers, G-Eazy. Oh, man, ASAP Ferg. It's, it's crazy. It's hundreds of acts. You know what I'm saying? Skepta. They got it going down out there, man. So, make sure you get online. Check out those tickets. Check out the whole entire lineup. That looks like something I might get down with. Like, Coachella isn't looking that appealing this year, but Lollapalooza, yeah, might have to get down with that, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has been out here traveling for spring break and out here on the wave. Everybody that went out to South by Southwest, I've been seeing all the, the footage and all the pictures and just been, you know, reading the reviews and everything that went down. I'm glad DC was out there representing to the fullest, man. I wish that I would have made it out there, but, uh, I can't say I'm mad about my South Florida experience either. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, either way that works, it worked out. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad that everybody that went down to South by Southwest, especially my D.C. crew, had a chance to, you know, show off, do their thing, man. Big shout out to Spencer Tracy and Chaz French. Like, they had a big, big appearance down there. You know what I'm saying? I seen the crowd reaction. I just seen, like, the movement. It's moving. It's growing. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for it, man. Hey, Thursday nights in D.C., if you want to check DJ Spencer Tracy, make sure you hit up That Feel Good D.C. Hashtag That Feel Good D.C. It's a party. It's at Rose Bar, which is on Connecticut Avenue. I'm not quite sure the exact address, but it's on Connecticut Avenue, somewhere on the 1200 block, and it's cracking. Every Thursday, my man gets in his bag. He goes into the old school, he goes into the new school, he goes into everything, you know what I'm saying? So it's one of those kind of situations where my guy is really, really rocking the, the party. Like, 
you need to be there. You need to be in the building, man. Come through. And he's Chaz French's official DJ. So him and Chaz French, they on tour right now, mashing up the nation, doing it for the district. You know what I'm saying? Um, what else was there? There's another thing that I wanted to talk about before I get into like our little news stories, our serious, you know, we got to take a moment for real. There's a couple of things, man, that's been happening this week that just need some some light to be shed on them real quick. And hey, man, it's the podcast. I feel like I can go ahead and speak on these things for a moment. As a matter of fact, I'm going to just get right into it because everything else is going to be on the event calendar. Everything else, we're going to post heavy on Facebook. We're going to post heavy on our Instagram. We're going to get everybody up to speed with what's cracking off in the city. I mean, because hey, why not? Let's get it. We're a source of information. So the first Serious news story, man, that's affected me profoundly today that I have to bring it to our audience, man. R.I.P. Fife Dog, man. For real, man. My man Malik from Tribe Call Quest. I forgot his last name, man. But R.I.P. the Five Foot MC. R.I.P. Fife Dog. R.I.P. the Funky Diabetic, man. That's my guy, man. It was... You know, we know Fife had been struggling back and forth with his health issues for like a long time now. But um, it's like, man, I guess he just finally succumbed to his illness, man, on March 23rd, 2016. Um, man, you know, I feel I, my prayers go out to his family, his friends, man, especially, you know, the original members of Tribe Called Quest, Q-Tips, Ali Shaheed, and Jerobi. You know, I know those brothers' hearts is heavy right now, man. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, despite all of the stuff that they went through, like, as a group, because I know a lot of people saw that uh, Beats, Rhymes, and Life documentary where it was kind of like, you know, kind of like showcased that tenuous relationship between Tip and Fife at times. But and them dudes was brothers, man. And I know when it goes down like that, man, you miss your brother. I know you, you know what I'm saying? I know that hurts, man. So, you know, hip-hop as a whole took a phenomenal loss and... I know his family and his friends took a unimaginable loss, man. So R.I.P. Fife Dog and Turn Up, Low End Theory, Midnight Marauders, Beast Rhymes of Life, People's Instinctive Travels. Turn up something today in honor of a tribe called Quest, in honor of the Five Foot MC Fife Dog. For real, man. We miss you, Fife. R.I.P. Man, rest in power, bro. For real, man. And it's just so crazy because. Like, that's right on the heels of this just insane tragedy that happened in Brussels, man. Like, these terror attacks that are happening all over the world, man. I hate to say this because I know it makes me sound like a pessimist. But the fact of the matter is that these things are only going to become more frequent and only going to become more of a reality in our world if we don't deal with, like, the real issue at hand, which is, like, imperialism and like the fact that America and not just America the West in general has somehow some way and it's really not that big of a mystery but we'll just say somehow some way to avoid being specific has somehow some way like mustered up a lot of ill feelings amongst the rest of the world yo and especially extremists and people who don't have good intentions to begin with, who want to run a power play, they're able to radicalize people. And they're able to make people buy into all this rhetoric, which is not hard when you got like assholes like Trump and just 
a lot of the things that are going on in America with the banking system, with our food, with everything. It's not hard to find a reason to be an extremist or to be radicalized. And it's so terrible that people are taking this this energy and this, you know, these feelings that they have of injustice and unfairness, because I would like to believe that's what it's based in. A lot of people feel like it's just based in mindless terror, and I don't believe that. Like, I just feel like people are out here, and they're so frustrated that they're able to be used as pawns by people who have real evil intentions for the world, and that's not shit we want to see, man. Like, man, so RIP to all the people who passed away in Brussels, I believe. It was 26 dead at last count, man. Dozens hurt and injured, man. Two bombs in two different uh, locations, one at the train station and one at the airport. And I have a lot of people who like to travel internationally who have experience traveling internationally, and they just keep telling me, like, yo, I've been there. I can't believe I was right there, and now it's just blown the bits, man. It's just one of those things, man, like you never know. And, you know, it's, if you're out here traveling, if you're on the road, if you're abroad, just be careful, man. Be safe. Keep your head on the swivel. If you are home, you already know the rules is to be safe and keep your head on the swivel. And we're not just talking about, like, terrorism. We just talk about life in the hood, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, tragedy just all around, man. And it's, it's, it's one of those things that is inescapable. But at the same time, if we try to live our lives in a certain manner, then we can pull this whole thing together, man. For real. We can actually make this shit happen, man. Like, I don't want to see more discord and discontent. I want to see more unity, man. More people bringing this, bringing their positive ideas to the table. Because the people who are winning right now are the people who don't have no positive ideas. All they want to do is shoot and bomb and blow up and destroy. You know what I'm saying? Where the builders at? You know, all the, destroy all the destroyers are winning. We need builders right now, man. You know what I'm saying? And... I tell you, this it just brings me full circle, man. I, I lost a real good friend of mine today, man. I lost a kid, man. I've known this kid, man, since he was in, like, third grade or something like that, man. Watched my man grow up, man, getting his little scrapes with the law, you know what I'm saying? He gave him people some time, man, came back home and was really on his, on his moves, trying to be a productive member of society, man. I just seen this dude yesterday. You know, I know how people say that shit is, it don't ring as real as <clears throat> as it should because it sounds like hyperbole. But nah, man, literally, I just seen this dude yesterday. I was at the jerk chicken spot. I seen him, went out of my way to say, yo, what up, shop, man? He looked back, went out of his way to come dap me up, say what's up, man, you know what I'm saying? Exchange our little greetings, man, and he was on his way. I watched him get in his whip, watched him drive away. Who knew that'd be the last time I ever see this guy, man? So, yo, for real, this whole entire episode of Black Broadway Podcast right here is dedicated to my man, yo. In memory of my homie, Rashad Tate, man. You know what I'm saying? LaSalle Elementary, Jefferson. Rashad was from Jeff, right? Rashad was from Jeff, right? Man, it's crazy, man. Rashad was from Jeff, from my block. You know what I'm saying? Like... We go all the way back, man, and I just hate to lose another one, man. Like, yo, we got to we gotta stop the violence. We got to keep our lives pushing in a positive direction, man. And with that with that being the case, man, we're going to keep Black Broadway pushing in a positive direction. Because even if 
we not hitting y'all in the head with those fire interviews and that crazy content. There's a lot of people that inspire me to get into this whole podcasting game that's rocking this shit right now. They are killing it. They not on spring break. They rocking. But they not coming out every week either. You know what I'm saying? I see y'all. Except for tax. Tax is out here, man. Tax is on that relentless grind. And I respect it. So I got to keep up. So we on it right now, man. Every week, Black Broadway. But this week, like I said, I'm... I'm juiced, man. I got a little bro in the building. Say what up, bro? Yeah, what up, bro? Hey, <laughs> a little bro in the building with me, man. And we about to get into, like, these podcasts, man. Like like I always say on the show, if it wasn't for teeth, man, I would not know shit about podcasts. I wouldn't even <laughs> I wouldn't even care about the internet if it wasn't for teeth, yo, man. We going to get into the whole history of how this man put me onto the internet. How teeth is internet champion out here. It's solid in those internet streets. You know what I'm saying? Heavy, heavy. A little heavy in those heavy, internet streets. But I mean... A veteran, a veteran. Of that, like, been established for years. Like, we don't even play those follower count games okay. and that shit, so, man. Know, I know what's happening. He know what man. time it is, man. And we gonna put y'all on. He, he always puts me on. So, I'm actually looking forward to getting put on as we speak. So, he gonna put me on. I'm gonna put y'all on. We all gonna put each other on, man. This next half of the uh, Black Broadway podcast, we're going to talk about podcasts. We're going to talk about the joints that we are listening to right now. What's going on on them joints. Like, T's going to put you on to some new joints. I'm going to put you on to some joints that I'm into. And y'all can take y'all time and peruse around the dial a little bit. But you know you always going to come home to Black Broadway because it's D.C. Ain't nobody doing it like us. So, man... Second half of the show, me and Lil Bro, we on it, like Broadway podcast. up everybody the bottom line i'm a black intellect but i'm refined we precision like the bullet target bound just living like a hookup the harlot sounds now when i say the harlot you know i need the hot heat of the agreda with this in the pot jalik jalik you wind up your hip drafting of the poets i'm the number seven pick licks 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 boy when your back's up Licks, 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 boy, when you're back, uh, Listen to the fader, shy heat, let's it glide. Tip the earthly body, heaven's on my side. Even in Santa Domingo, and I got a gringo. We got mics, when do we go? Know a little you can rhyme when you ask me. Short, dark, and plus his voice is vast. Like one for the trouble, two for the bass. You know the style tip, it's time to flip this. I like my beats hard like two day old. Steady eating booty MCs like cheesecakes. My man, I'll be sure he's in effect mode. Used to have a crush on doing for men vote. It's not like Honey Dick would want to get with me. But just in case I own my condoms, then TLC. Now the formula is this me, Tip and Ali. For those who can't count, it goes one, two, three. The yeah, empty, I'm right, I'm a big up is who I be. Brothers find it's hard to do, but never me. Some others try to dip with Malik. You see him pitching me, not care about them DBMC. But Trini Trini Gladiator. I hesitator, Shahid push the fader from here to Grenada. Mr. Energetic, who me sound pathetic. When's the last time you heard a funky diabetic?
documentary a week, the three for poetry. I got a hump in the coming hook line and sinker. The Timbo hoofs with the prints on the ground. Timbo's on the toes, I like the way it's going down. Down like a lady of the evening. When it goes in, tits, just believe this in. Cause Queens is the county, Jamaica is the place. Take off your boots, cause you can't run the race. race, race, race. But Rob Ford out here getting motherfucking. Like you know, everybody had a summer got, job. Right, everybody. everybody. Had a job. Rob Ford got the Canadian Maple Leaf for a half staff right, outside man. of the Congress. They get baseball games wilding. Right, he's cracked. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yo, wilding. Rob Ford was a real one. He was a real We lost the real one today. Fuck out of here. Fuck Rob Ford, man. That man lived his life, son. Exactly. Yeah. I ain't sad it. I ain't sad at all, man. That nigga went out here and lived his life. He had all the fun he wanted to and got out of here at like 46. Or yeah, he was in his 40s. He was in his 40s. Though, he was in his 40s. Though, got up out of here, man. Yeah, that shit so. crazy, man. For real, yo. I don't even know, man. But like I said, <laughs> we had to touch on that. <laughs> real, real, real quick. You know what I'm saying? But what are we talking about? We talk about podcasts, yo. Because like I said, Black Broadway, we on a little bit of a, we on spring break right now, T. So, man, we got to get them listening to that good shit, man. Like, we was having this discussion earlier this week. Like, I was telling you how, like, yeah, I still listen to, like, you know, the core podcast that got me into this yeah, thing. Course, like, yeah. like, Combat. I had listened to one app in a little yeah, while. Yeah. But, like, you got to tell me, like, who are the, the, the core podcast team? Like, who are the ones that, that like, get you in the game? These days, it's probably like what people would call like urban podcasts. And that's like combat and tax and all those people. Right. But like the core podcast for me, what got me into it was Mark okay. Maron's podcast, WTF. Okay. Like, he's the guy. Like Okay, Mark Maron. Is, is that the guy who interviewed Obama? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, okay. That's probably like his biggest interview so far as like a sitting president, but... You know, he done had everybody on there. Like, any comedy legend you can think of. Okay. Actors, like, directors, like, whoever. And it's just, like, his whole thing is emotional conversations and, like, just in-depth things. It's not like I'm here to promote my movie. I'm here to... It's just almost like a retrospective of, like, your entire career. I like, like that. Everything you've done in your... Not even your career, just your life. Your life, So it's like, bro. yo, how are your parents? Like, where'd you grow up? This, that, and the third. So okay. that's Mark Maron, WTF. Okay. And... He's probably like the interviewer of our time. Like, hmm. if, like I can just that might be like a stretch, but probably not. As we get into like new media, which is podcasting, like mm-hmm. he's the archetype. Like it's 
everybody's after Marin, like, as far as interviews go. Okay. So then, like, you know, you got, like I say, like, uh, Combat, like the Urban Podcast, like Combat and Tax, and, like, everybody's kind of, you know, like, it was a Russia podcast. Right. A couple years ago, actually. Yeah, when did this whole rush of podcast, like, I didn't know, like, I didn't get the email, like, was, like, like, start a podcast. like, you know, as obviously technology improved, like, people were able to buy microphones and computers, and, you know, GarageBand was a thing, and everybody can record a podcast. Everybody can record a podcast now. Right. But it was, like, a rush probably two years ago, maybe three, you know, like, after uh, Twitter cupcakes and things of that nature, then came podcasting. So it was like, oh. What's I, Twitter I some, cupcakes? Well, you know, everybody was baking on Twitter for like a year. So it was like, I got cookies. I got cupcakes. I, I was got, there. Yeah, you're right. Was, <laughs> you're right. Everybody, so, everybody was baking got a podcast. Everybody yeah. was like, Niggas just left the kitchen and <laughs> right on the Roger man. Like, so I, I guess I, that's where it started, huh? Yeah, with the cookies. Everybody just wants to, you know, like it's a generation. Everybody kind of wants to be famous in Definitely. some way. So no, everybody does something. It's yeah, right. It's like yo, nobody's just chilling. So everybody like, so like Twitter, kind of you know, Twitter celebrities, Instagram celebrities, and True. like you know, the True. evolution is obviously like podcasting because you can like monetize podcasting. So I think that's appealing True. to people. Like if you just stay in it long enough, most mm-hmm. people aren't going to stay in it long enough. And that's it's the truth. Bad. It's just like I said, cup- you, you can't find a cupcake on Twitter now. <laughs> so it's just like facts. people will fall off eventually and you know, it'll just be back to where Bro, you separate the, the real serious. ones. Right, yeah. You know what I'm like, saying? Yeah, the cream always rises to the top. So the best ones are going to keep going. And the ones who aren't as serious, they're going to fall off. Of course. Like, that's, exactly. just that's, that's just how that shit works. You know, so like, how about the so the the podcast you feel like that have the most staying power? I mean, obviously Mark Maron, yeah, like, but like the urban demographic of podcasting. Yeah. When did that shit really even start, yo? I don't. I mean, we gotta say like Ron Epp, but they're so like specific to a certain thing, like hip hop. Yeah, hip hop. Yeah, like, that's the first hip hop podcast, like and, a like, general conversation, yeah. like just with niggas from the hood talking exactly. or like because like who's like the fathers of that. <sighs> I don't know who would be the father of that because Juan Epp, like, it started with just him and Sykes just shooting the shit. Like, they didn't have interviews at first. Right. So it was kind of just talking about what's happening in, you know, the world at the radio station, Hot 97, uh, just everything. You know, they're uh-huh. just, just shooting the shit, just them two. Like, and uh-huh. then they bought in interviews later. You know, they probably got the best Jay-Z interview ever. Right. Uh, you know, right. an hour and a half long. You know, and they mm-hmm. have classics. But like I said, they're so specific to what they're doing. Like, and it's like not even just hip hop. It's kind of like old school hip hop or classic legends. There was the legends of hip hop. So it's just like, this is what we do. But I don't know the first to come in and really like, I mean, I, I was probably aware of combat, like as far as that genre goes, right. like first. And it was just like, oh, okay. Like people are doing this like right. with newer people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the Dame Dash interview, Just Blaze was on it. So, at first, I don't know if he's still on it, like, because I don't listen to combat anymore. But <laughs> you just like you fell off with the combat. Like, uh, he's just a little gordy to me. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, he's not I an interviewer. Like the way he talks. Like, I don't like his voice. <laughs> yo, combat has been on his motherfucking rat rich. Yeah, like he's like with some like rape shit. Like, yeah, he's like, like, like with some money in balance. You know, like, he hates shit. He, he might be on his rape no, shit. No, there we go. That might be it. Because I mean, like, that might oh, be like, it. Stop yeah. to me. Like, please. Please just come yeah, through, just man. Me. Like, just, said, mostly, like he's not an interviewer, and nah. the thing was when interviewers try to interview, like it gets like non-interviewers try to interview. Part. It gets it's, weird. It's like, yeah. and it, I mean, it's like basically based on like the relationships. Like yeah. that's the thing too. Another thing, like I noticed, like as a podcaster, you know what I'm saying. Like I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I noticed that 
all of them are, are, are clicked together. Like, you know that loudspeaker network? Yeah, exactly. Crew, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. got the read, friend zone, right. combat, That's what taps. it was, actually. That was so, it's the read. That's who started this. That's who started this. That's who started it. It was the read. Fury and Chris. I don't listen to the read personally. They're hilarious. It doesn't interest I, me. But I, I know, like, it's like, that's like, Everybody else is like a son compared to the Reed. Like, I can see that. So it's just one of those, like Kid Fury, Crystal, like they started this whole, like they made it, everybody think it was possible. Like, okay. Because it's like, oh, I'm funny. Like, nah, nah, nah. But it's kind of <laughs> like, exactly. everybody has a kink. That's like, the thing. So, I don't really try to be that funny. Yeah, yeah, like, like, I, I just got yeah, taste. Like, I got informative taste. funny. Like, he's actually funny. Yo, he's fucking like, hilarious. I remember his, like, YouTube videos. Like, so I, I already knew who Kid Fury was. I never followed him to the read. But I, you know, he has, like, the gifts online of him drinking coffee or tea or whatever. Oh, okay. Shit like that. Like, he's, he's the, the original tea guy. Yeah, he's, he's the guy. Okay. Like, yeah, so, like... That's probably where it all started, and then everybody kind of branched out from the week. Combat included, actually. Like, yeah. even though they're on loudspeaker network, which is Combat's thing, I'm pretty sure they were before Combat. Yeah, well, they I probably know they're scooped more popular. Them up. Yeah, exactly. yeah they definitely more yeah, popular. So, like that yeah. live podcast thing. Is yeah, like they a like thing. going and selling tickets. So they're like yeah. selling out like venues, like to sit down and talk in front of people. So yeah, you know, that's like they could take that on the road, and like that's how people are monetizing podcasts. They're obviously, advertising, but mm-hmm. I think the live show is probably what's the most profitable for podcasts, like okay. as far as money goes. But yeah, I think everybody else came from the read basically, and then you know, I got to take. I know, I got, like, but everybody's kind of covering the same topic. That's so. what I'm saying. Like everybody talking about the same. Like what, I was going to ask you, what are the most like informative podcast. What's the joints that like actually got real information for See, us? like yeah, like for that in my mind, you have to step outside of like the urban genre. If you I mean, will. and I sad to say, but duh. Yeah, so <laughs> we got like uh, stuff you should know, which is Josh and Chuck, okay. and that's like anything, like how dark money works, how uh, okay. political contributions to campaigns work, how how the continents were named. I mean, uh, it's literally like random shit, just like that. Uh, it's whatever you can think of. Like that's dope. Four hundred something episodes, five hundred. Maybe like they come out twice a week. That's Tuesdays and Thursdays. Wow. How long are they? uh, Thirty minutes, fifty minutes, hour. Like depends on what they're talking about. They got like HIV episodes. Like there's two parts to that one. Like where they just going like how everything works. So you'll walk away even if you don't remember every factoid that they drop on you. You're gonna remember and be able to have an informed conversation about it. Okay. After that, so probably like yeah, I love stuff you should know. That's probably and you're not gonna be interested in every topic, but you just right. Start like, oh shit, yeah, right. How does Wall Street work? Like, and that's what a, is, and yeah. that's another thing. Like a lot of people ask me that, like, or they'll feel like kind of guilty about like their frequency of listening to the podcast. Like, yo, I, I missed this, that, and third yeah, episode. Yeah, like, yeah. how often do you listen to these joints? Like, this is so many. It's like literally yeah, that's the thing. Like. Tens of thousands of yeah, podcasts. I'm probably subscribed to like 10, 12 right now. And like, you know, like you said, like they come out like very frequently. You can get behind. Like if you right. miss a day or two, like you'll just start piling up. You'd be like, damn, I didn't want to hear that. I didn't want to hear that. Like the only ones I listen to, like when they come out, I probably listen to Juan F as soon as it comes out. All right. Like, of course, Black Broadway when it comes out. You, know you did. Uh, <laughs> what else, man? You made it weird. That's Pete Holmes. Like he actually had Aaron Rodgers on today. Like oh, yeah? he does two hours, like two hour conversation. It is not about anything. It's just like it's actually like kind of deep. Like you know, okay. Aaron Rodgers is like, oh shit! Like so, it's, they're talking about you know, like ancient Egypt and like how they believe in aliens and all this kind of shit. <laughs> it's just nice. weird shit. Yeah. So it's you made it weird. It's funny too, but Pete Holmes like that's <laughs> okay. a good one. Like, you know, I mean, I hate to name all of these uh, non-black people. No, man, listen, they, they got <laughs> the like, game in the smash right now. Like, we we try to diversify 
our thing. Because, like, look, Black Broadway, we got our thing. Like, we're DC arts, entertainment, culture, okay? Exactly. But there's somebody else out here who might be able to do, like, a hood version of You Made It Weird or something like that. Yeah, like, that's really what it is. And we like, need shit like that. We're not all, like, monolithic. Exactly. They need to study, like, the greats in my mind. You can't, like, study combat, and that's no disrespect to combat. You can't study tax. Right. Respect to them because Mark Maron is a great interviewer. So if you're going to be like, yo, let me get the president one day. Look, I'm taking notes right, right? now. Like, let real. me get this the president real. of the United States. Mm-hmm. Like, that's Mark Maron. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, all right, like, tax is cool. Like, he got his stories and everything. It's like, it's great. Like, I, right. like it's entertaining. And shit. Right. But if you really want to go down, like, it's not some internet waste, mm-hmm. then you're going to be like, all right, let me really get serious and, like, see who's doing what. And, like, Bill Burr even, like, he yeah. has his podcast, one-man podcast, he's funny, like, he just talks, like, straight up every week, just him on the <laughs> microphone talker, sometimes he has his wife in there, right. but it's always just him, so Tight. you can kind of study that and be like, alright, how can I, like, get it by myself, like, uh-huh. alright, if I don't have an interview, like, how can uh-huh. I do that, like, how can I hold down an hour by myself? And like I said, Mark Maron is teaching you how to interview. So it's like, Little man. Well, bro, giving y'all the pieces. He gave, this has, is the pieces he gave me when I started, <laughs> yeah. you know? It's like, yo, Mark Maron's asking the questions. You know what I'm saying? Like, the hard questions. Not like letting people come on and promote stuff, basically. Right. So it's just like, yo, I want to know this. And even if people have the tendency to, like, try to get back to their movie that's coming out or anything, he's, oh. he tries to not even have people, like, when they're in the media cycle. Okay. Like, just like, right. oh, I'm just doing my interviews. Let me make the rounds. Yeah, shit. I'm and, not a part of your yeah, rounds. Yeah, and that's the part of podcasting now. It's kind of like everybody's getting the same guess, so it's like, True. how you Rory, feel about that? Like, with like with how rap radar goes now? Yeah, see, like, I mean, Elliot's plugged in, B Dot's plugged in, rap radar was already a website, so mm-hmm. like they kind of have an inside track to like artists because artists want to be on rap radar anyway. And I'm right. not saying they're holding that over their heads, like mm-hmm. if they don't do the podcast, then well, maybe we won't ever put you on rap radar, again. right? But you know, I'm it sure could, that has something to do with Yeah, that. that's, that's right. There's the some, some quick pro codes there. Yeah, like, no doubt. They get, like, the guest. And, they do. But they're not good at interviewing. So it's just like... <laughs> True. Like, they're like... They're writers. Yeah. They're not they're dudes writers, you necessarily yeah, want right. to hear, like, talk. Yeah, like, the Crown series wasn't really that engaging, like, Elliot's, like, YouTube series. With yeah. Me, so... I never yeah. really watched it either. Yeah, it's not super high. engaging. It's like, I guess. Like yeah. I said, like he's interviewed Jay-Z a million times or he has an interview with Jay-Z. Like, it's not as good as the Juan Epp one because the Juan Epp dudes are radio personalities. That's right. what they do. Right. They talk into microphones and they are on the radio every week. Or every day, rather. They were. So, so, so it's not. It's more than the notion then. Just yeah, that. I mean, you got to study. Like, whatever you're doing, you should be studying, like, the greats and not, That's like... It the best. Like, you wouldn't come in the game and, like, let me study Steph Curry. And I'm sure kids are going to do that. But you got to go back and be like, yeah. alright, let me see, like, see how Jordan. The big old play, let me how see Jordan Big O. Played. Let me see Jerry West. Let mm-hmm. me see Pistol Pete. Like, because if you, like, are just like, oh, this is what's hot right now. And, like, you can't study LeBron. LeBron's a freak of nature. Absolutely. You know like, you really got to go back and right. see the fundamentals and, like, who started this shit, who came in the game first. Like, before it was a game. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a podcast game. It was mm-hmm. some comedians who needed an outlet talking into microphones. And they mm-hmm. said, yo, like, let me be more popping. Like, let me sell more tickets on the road because you're, I, that's how that's what their whole thing is. Like, right. your podcast will bring people out to the show. You can promote your show. I'm coming to Wichita, Kansas. Like, uh-huh. and you got 70 people in Wichita listening to podcast. They're going to bring their friends. Now right. you got 140 people. Right. And you, know, and you like, got a nice cool. little check right. to slide nice out of Kansas exactly. with. Exactly, right. No you doubt. got fans. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> right. keep building it that way. So right. I really think it started from, like, comedians just... 
Okay. And most like of the most popular ones are comedians. Are comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. And even if I mean, it's not comedy, laugh. like because Mark Maron isn't funny. Like, yeah. In his but his stand up is he's a comedian, but he's not particularly like ha. It's yeah. just more like dry humor. Yeah, like yeah, that's real shit right there. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah that yeah, type like, of shit. Yeah. Like, you like, like I don't know, not sure if I should laugh. Yeah, or? Like, that's a little sad, but it's, I mean, I do see the humor in it. Right. So you know, like it's that kind of shit where it's like, yo, like if you're gonna come into podcasting, like I said, tax is cool, but you can't study like these people because there are people before them. True. And you just got to be aware of them more than anything else. So True. if you don't listen to like Marin, I mean, even like I mean. Podcasting has come such a long way from when I started listening to shit. Because Juan, it was probably the first thing I listened to. So it's come such a long way where it's just yeah. like, damn. Like, even something like Serial, where they're doing like the week to week story, mm-hmm. it's just like, damn. Like, that's like the number one podcast in the world and shit right now. So it's just like. I heard this new season shit. wasn't even that good. It's like, not, you know, because. Well, for one, it, like season twos of anything. Yeah, it's like your second you album. Yeah. Like, you got your whole <laughs> Soft life. Up. Yeah, you got your exactly. You, you know got your saying? whole life uh-huh. to do your first thing. We can take our time. We can do the details. We can get the interviews. Yeah. Now people are expecting the second one a year later. Word. And this took me twenty years to make so this first. No bullshit. <laughs> so, for real, because the amount of research that they had to put into exactly. that Adnan case, like see, yeah. he, he got a new trial it's, off of it, that exactly. shit. Exactly, like, it's, it's impossible to do that amount of research in the time people are expecting a new yeah. show. And I'm like, it's like, you can't really just have these things where like the pressure of it gets to you. Like, especially when you do something great. So it's yeah. like, if you come up with a great book or movie, it's mm-hmm. like whatever the album, like you mm-hmm. can't let people rush you into True. coming out with something. That you Shouts know. to Frank Ocean. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I Real respect shit. Frank, man. If, you're, yeah, if you're chilling, not ready man. Yet, chill. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Right. Because a lot of times, like, we're asking for Frank Ocean shit, but a lot of times nobody's asking for your n- next shit. Like, nobody cares. Right. Like, that's it's... what I'm saying. Like, I write and shit. Nobody's, like, knocking down my door for a book. Really? So I can literally take as long as I want to take to come out with my book and make it the right. best book I can possibly possibly think exactly and, then, and that's what everything so it's just like yo but like podcasting you know, people do expect it on a weekly basis and mm-hmm. shit. but mm-hmm. you know it's every, pressure you yeah. gotta you gotta keep up and you everything doesn't have to be classic like every Marin episode isn't classic every Marin episode isn't good like right. but he comes out twice a week as well so it's just okay. kind of like all right like i think he does monday and thursday the, the guys who come out twice a week they're definitely getting paid huh? yeah yeah and that's the thing it's like advertising like when you talk about like Marin, like it's like I'm sure it's advertising is through the roof, like what he charges. You know, mm-hmm. like once you have the president on the show, like yeah. Squarespace sponsored that whole episode. So, oh yeah, whatever they nice do, yeah. So all you're hearing is about is Squarespace. They set up the website and all that. So mm-hmm. yeah, like they're getting paid in some way, but like I said, for the comedians, the payoff is like people coming to their mm-hmm. shows and they get paid from mm-hmm. that. Like so, for, the monetization really is secondhand. It's, it's kind not of, it, it, like. Yeah, the quality should be the first thing you're thinking exactly. about. Exactly. The and monetization like, is just something that's going to happen. Like, if you own your shit. Yeah, if you own your shit, like, it gets popular. Like, right. Like, people are going to want to, like, yeah. advertise their product with you. True indeed. But I'm not sure what the advertising dollars are for podcasting. But I'm I'm yeah. sure people aren't retiring off of it. Or nah, you know, yeah, nah. Like, you there's nobody who's like, hey, all I do is podcast. <laughs> like, like, I just... If, like, that, nah. if that's your goal, you need to step yeah, the fuck so, away. You know, I mean, like, Marin, you know, he... He does a podcast, and his podcast actually got him an IFC show. Like, so okay, he See, has go. third season now or fourth right. season. He's probably See, writing, so it's like, and he's Martin Marin on the podcast. I mean, he's Martin Marin on the on TV the show, show, and right. he's, he's podcasting on the TV show. Like, so how will we get like people who 
never listen to podcasts? Like, what's the selling point to get somebody who ain't never listened to a podcast to listen to a podcast? That's the thing. You have to start them with an episode. Like, in my it's just yeah. an episode. So it's like, what's like something that what's your particular yeah, person what are you interested in? in? Let's get that. That's like, kind of how I push it on the streets. Yeah, like it's the a people classic are, episode, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. So it might be the president for some people, and they might have kept listening to Marin after that. Because uh-huh. like, some people like political junkies. They want to hear everything the president says. So uh-huh. they're like, oh, shit, okay. Like, that was a good interview. Like, and then the next Marin week guy. when he got like a... Yeah, I think he had Rich Vasso next week or some shit like that. Right. Whoever it is. You know, <laughs> another comedian like people just don't know. You right. Know, isn't particularly famous, but it's just like, oh, let me see what he does with that. So or go back. Yeah. Right. He had Louis C.K. on there. Like, so you can go back into the classics and... You know, whoever it is. And, like, mm-hmm. these episodes are, like, great. Robin Williams' episode was really good, man. Like, and okay. after he died, he reposted it. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, damn. He, you know, mm-hmm. he's talking about the, the, the depression and the suicide. It's like right. the realest Robin Williams interview you're going to hear. Because he wasn't on Clown Time. It's just like, damn, like, this real shit. Like, this guy was kind of troubled. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you can see the signs and shit like that. And, you know, like I said, but... I would say somebody who's never listened to podcasts, you got to start them with a great, great episode. Okay. Like, even like the Combat Jack one, like when him when Dame Dash was on there. Yeah, like, that's, like, that's 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 comedy. That's so funny. That's classic that, like, comedy forever. For it, right? So it's just like, ha ha. And then, you know, like I said, it's it's hard to get people like for an hour, two hour long conversation because mm-hmm. most people aren't doing any, like they're always doing something. So it's right. hard to get people to pay attention now. And that's what I'm like. I feel like, okay, like DC... It's a commuter city, and you could definitely spend a long ass time in your car yeah, exactly. or on the train yeah, or whatever. Train, yeah. But like other places, you know, maybe it's just not quite like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know for me, sometimes even in the city, like I'm not in my car long enough to like listen to like a whole yeah, episode a whole, yeah, exactly. of anything. The it's hard. It's so big, anyway, right? So. It ain't gonna take me two hours to yeah, drive like, nowhere. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, <laughs> you're out of the car. And it's just like okay, yeah. Like, and that's why, like, I'm so happy. Like, you know, sound, I mean, uh, iTunes and shit because yeah. you can pick up right where you left exactly. off. Exactly. Like, reloading is, you know, that was important. Yeah, that's a major key. Exactly. Got to be on iTunes. You got to yeah. be because that's where podcasting is from. It's native to exactly. Apple. Like it's podcasting. Like with, it has something to do yeah. with the iPod, exactly. right? Exactly. It was on iPod. It was like, only on so iPod. That's, that's how like old you know podcasting is. Like, right. On the iPod Classic, there was this tab that said iPod that I mean, podcast that everybody ignored. Yes. Like, people were recording For shit then, and they were like Bill Burr was recording it to his phone before he had microphones. Holy like shit. That. So, you know, it's like the quality is shit, and, you know, right. everybody gets better. Like I said, like, and it's just taking your time. Like, I right. think a lot of. With everything, basically, it's so like we gotta have this now. Like we gotta get this money now. Mm-hmm. We gotta monetize this, and like it's like nah. Like Mark Maron didn't get the president for you know yeah. six, seven years. Like I think two thousand eight, nine is when he started this podcast. So eight years of podcasting. Now to you get, got the yeah, president. Yeah, you got the president. That's right. work, and that's you know five hundred. I mean six hundred something episodes. No bull. You know what so what you think is. the future of podcasting is? What's like the future of podcasting? People are going to, like, branch off and get their TV shows and get their, like, radio spots and, like, Jesus, for instance. Uh-huh, like, yeah, they, they, they are. a personality, then they did Jesus versus Mero, and that proves, like, okay, we got a personality, you can talk into a microphone, you can be on camera, uh-huh. and now he's on MTV, MTV2, whatever, and they still do their podcast, but, you know, I don't think podcast is ever going to stop, like, because there's no reason to stop it. Like, right. you have an hour during right. your day. There's no reason. Can, right, as famous as you can get. Bill Burr, I'm not saying he's super-duper famous, but right. he's not Breaking Bad, he's, you know, he does his shit. Like mm-hmm. Netflix stand ups, like he's touring the country, but every week he has his hour of time where he records his podcast, right? Whatever it is, so I don't think that ever has to stop. So it's just 
like I said, like everybody's always looking for personalities and people who can talk. Like that's never going to go out of style. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's just mm-hmm. the future of podcasting is like podcasting is going to be what it is, but then it's just what else can you do? What else can you do? Yeah, right. It's just, yeah, it's just another I agree. thing. Like it should be just another like. And I always say program. that too. Like Black Broadway Podcast, this is the foundation right here. This is like really me getting my feet wet in this world of media right here. So now it's like about the next progression and the next progression. And, and I feel like regardless of what I do, like I'm always yeah, never sit stop. down in front of my you mat and do an episode of, of Black Broadway. Exactly. It'll never stop. You never stop. Like, It'll never stop. You know, because like there's a whole, I mean, obviously like you got sports podcasts, right. wrestling podcasts. Right. You know, I mean, you can go anywhere you want to go. Music, just straight up music. Right. Like, People like DJs are playing like just DJ playing music and shit, shit all day, yeah. right? It's just like whatever you can think of, like you want to talk about, like it's people talking about strictly baking on their podcast, yeah. home improvement tips, and you know it's whatever. It's not just straight interviews. So True whatever, indeed. like I'm happy that everybody has an outlet, like to talk and like to express themselves and shit. Right. I'm tired of everybody just doing the same thing. Like, exactly. I don't want to hear everybody covering. I don't want to hear your what take on Black China and right. Rob Kardashian's relationship. Why? Yeah. Well, yeah, right. Why is your take more like right after I read Twitter? <laughs> right. Day, then you get there and record it. Come out two days later. Like that's over. With. That's over. Like, it's I died. don't care. Like yeah, the internet moves so fast. So when you're covering like strictly internet topics and things that aren't really like resonating throughout the world and yeah. like, like you know what I'm saying like if you're not that's talking why I only about touch stuff, certain things exactly. like as far as news and all of yeah, that yeah, shit yeah, though you can't man, really get real. into like the microwave things that happen because it's like <laughs> oh that was funny but you know for real and it's and look you say this as a internet veteran look I can remember this is my little bro I remember I'm three years older than this man like I remember when you know, you was a little younger, like exactly. it was just internet, internet, I was on internet. The internet. Like, like I played basketball and, was and on got the on the internet. Like <laughs> I be like, man, I'm out in the street doing all kind of crazy shit. Yeah. I come to the house, teeth will literally have me dying laughing for an hour. This is like Nike Talk days. Yo, Nike I mean, Talk, man. Shout out to all the Nike Talk dudes that you yeah. even put me on to. Yeah, some via, cool niggas, man. I don't you know some cool niggas via Nike Talk. For real, man. Some buddy, you be there's a, some herbs on there talk. too. Oh, cool. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's the internet. Like, <laughs> no it's, bullshit. It's, it's but, originally, like yeah. message boards and shit like that. It's All of that. Niggas who never were cool and never have been cool and could never be cool and they just have, you know, like that's what the internet was almost Word. for. Like, it's like it helps people like who are socially anxious and awkward yeah. to be cool. Like, the that's funniest niggas on Twitter. Like, yeah. meet some of these niggas, you just be like, if he bugged out like this for me, I like I wish I could be funny on Twitter, but like when I'm out and that in my element, I Yeah, exactly. I do my like, shit. I'm like, like a real personality. Yeah, like, I'm a real outside. person. Like, yeah, I'm a real personality outside. Yeah, right, exactly. exactly. So it's like for me to type tw- funny tweets, like it's not gonna work. Yeah, right? I, I feel always so cautious about my grammar and shit. Yeah, I mean, like I'm yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm funny enough, yeah. but I'm just like, nah, I have enough personality, I just don't like choose to even engage in any really? of really like, and like you was an original Twitter you see Twitter just turned 10 years yeah, old yeah. I mean I, I probably got on Twitter like 2009 yeah and this was like I feel like I was a little late even just because yeah I mean I know I was yeah. 2010 yeah, and I, my I, I friends I were like like on Twitter and shit and you know like internet friends more than anything but mm-hmm. like even real life people and it was just like oh, okay like I was just like I don't know like I don't really want to 
see what people are talking about. To me, it was like a status update on Facebook. Right. And I didn't really understand like Twitter culture or anything, but until I got on it. And I think Twitter's having that problem actually attracting people that way. It like, still is, yeah. yeah like, they're not making money over Twitter. Nah. Like, that's the main thing. Like, I mean, it's Twitter is intellectually challenging, like in a, in a way. Right. Like people say the dumbest shit on Twitter, but it challenges you to read. Yeah, it And does. it challenges whomever writes whatever they're writing on Twitter to communicate that shit to you concisely. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, like yeah. I mean, Twitter's been, like, it's fucking great. It's funny as it is, and, you know, like, it's also changed my view on so many things. And, definitely. Like, a lot of shit, like, women's issues, like, I just wasn't paying attention to before. Exactly. I never thought about it. I'm just like, oh, damn. Because, like, hey, women tweet. Yeah, right, exactly. It's like, exactly. oh, street harassment. Like, that's it's, a thing. Oh, that's like, a thing. I never you, really... You don't like that. Yeah, it's not, oh. <laughs> it's not something I've ever done. Like, you know, no, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not that kind of Person. It's not our lives. It's not like, how we live. Yeah, now like I almost stop somebody from like, yo, yeah. chill, like, <laughs> yo, why are you following? I'm like, what's some like, yo, like you okay, sis? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit now. Like, okay, like, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Like, you know, oh, it's just because you dress crazy. that way. You know, it's just like one of those kind of things. It's just like damn, it's fucking like, crazy. You're right. And I mean, like, also within the internet, like you you know, my brother. Talented writer, man. Very talented yeah, probably author. The best. You know, uh, he, he's kind of the best. I didn't want to have to, you know, just spill like, all the beer. I would sell bias. I'm probably top five to ever write words. Ever write paper. words on paper <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. But you know, because there was some dudes who was writing on papyrus that was me. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, yeah, we got to give them their prize. Once me got in the game. Yeah, exactly. Once I ink probably, yeah, was a real yeah, thing. Once Molesky, like, bound notebooks. There you go. You're like, top three on Molesky. Yeah, I mean, I was like, oh. Okay, Easily right. top three. Really but anyway, we digress. <laughs> Deathofageniuscom that, no, helpwiththebody.com. Helpwiththebody.com. Yeah, this is the first time I'm saying this. My new book is called Help With The Body. Bang. That's an exclusive. Exclu- that's a Black Broadway exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I mean, helpwiththebody.com. Uh, I mean, Death of a Genius is linked to my Tumblr, which is just basically what I'm inspired by and shit. So, okay, you know, okay. Just, Check that out. It's yeah, dope. Yeah, He's yeah. inspired by dope shit. He's my brother. Yeah, so, dope shit know. all around the, yeah, but the family tree. My writing shit, like, I'll get way into detail on that later because I'm still finishing my book up. Like, right. I'm still working He's on being it. an author, yeah, so yeah, I ain't even going to make him do that. Yeah, it's like my, my child, and I have to let it go at some exactly. point. Exactly. He'd be in the coming? corner, balled up, typing, <laughs> with no light and shit. You gotta set the mood. You gotta set the mood, man. <laughs> Yo, T, man, thank you for coming, man. Fucking with me yeah, on the ca- yeah, Listen, we needed time. it. And, and, and it was important, too, because, look, this the dude who put me in the game. And fuck that. The internet game. If it wasn't for well, T, I wasn't, wasn't for T, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. A lot of dudes <laughs> in the game include me. <laughs> including me. So all you other motherfuckers need to give my bro props, too, man. Yeah. Yo. See, man, tell them how to get at you. You want to give them your Instagram man, and all of that shit, man. My Instagram is my Twitter is Death of a Genius. Right. Instagram is Help with the Body. That's Help with the Body across the board. I have both for everything. So yeah. Help with the Body or Death of a Genius. You can check I it out. I have both for everything. Is the, is the last book still for sale? Nah, I'm not even selling that no more. Like okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, it down. It, it was a limited edition. Yeah, it was limited edition. If you, you got know. it, I know it's a few people, more than a few, who listen to the podcast that got that book, man. Yeah, Yo, man, so, for yeah. real, make sure you show love 
on the next go round, exactly. man. Exactly. Please, I'm so much better. That's the thing about. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about I'm writing. I'm so much better. <laughs> it's like you're ashamed of everything you write as soon as you finish doing it. You're like, oh, I could, ah, I could have done that more. I could have, yeah. So. Well, this new shit is hot fire. It's, yeah. It's flames. Yeah, it's really Listen, good. this new episode of Black Broadway about to be hot fire yes, and flames. See, man, Pretty thank usual. you for coming on course, and, and doing the education. Like said, anytime, we need them to do the education, yo, man. This is my little bro, man. Yeah. All we do is crack yeah, jokes and talk back, shit. I got I to come out. Absolutely. We're going to come back. And listen, we're going to go on Mark Merrill. We're going to get all deep, yo. We're going to talk about yeah, the time. Yeah, we got you it. You set the dust <laughs> on fire. No, you really got it. But that's the kind of shit where you just be like, damn, all right. And like, this time I grew up, I broke the blinds and I... Disciplinary, your mom was. Oh, right. That your dad wasn't. That's your, and this yo, is us. Like, this is us. This is what you made us. Like, yo, yo. Man, this is this what you get when you do that. You get help with the body. You get Black Broadway, man. That's it. Great episode. Good times. Like yo. I said, we on time, y'all. Listen to it. Get into it. New episode of Black Broadway. Remember, if you're not at the table, you're on the plate. Get it straight. Black Broadway Podcast. We out.